Hey guys, I've got a sweet bonus for you. If you check the show notes, there is a worksheet and checklist that accompanies this episode. It's going to help you strategize your marketing for the rest of the year and end the holiday season with the bank. Go check the show notes. Welcome to Tea Time, the podcast. I am Cassia Marina, fondly known as the Branding Queen, and I am a digital branding expert helping businesses get online and thrive doing so. I am passionate about sharing my knowledge through content creation like this podcast, online classes, and workshops, as well as through the services of my branding agency to help you develop your online systems. Think of this podcast as the place to get the latest advice, strategies, tips, news, and inspiration on building your brand online using the tools available to us, but most importantly, thought-provoking content to improve your mindset, to maximize on these tools, and put context to -to day-to-day developments in the online world of business with a little bit of tea edition facts and sass because I really want you to thrive online. So thank you so much for tuning in. Let's begin. It's September. Can you believe it? Before you know it, Christmas is going to be upon us and you don't want to be that business owner who's running around crazy helter-skelter all over the place, getting all of their last-minute items, promotional material, and straight up just doesn't have a plan or a strategy to really get the most sales that they can get in their business. Let's be real. We all want more sales in our business. You know, we hear the word sale, we hear the word sales, and we immediately think salesy. But when you ask any business owner what they need help with right now or what would they like to, ha- to see happen in their business, it's always more money, more sales. So Christmas time being that time of the year when people spend money the most, they shop a lot, they're a lot more free with their money. And it's overall just a very commercial time of the year. It is a big time of the year for business owners. So let's take a moment to just plan a bit. Now, don't get scared. Don't run away. Don't flip the dial and click onto something else because you heard the word plan. And I know that's not a very exciting word, but it's very important if you want to set yourself up for success. And I know you might be listening to this and be like, a plan? I haven't even thought about a plan as yet. Well, that's why this record this recording is happening in September. Because any graphic designer knows, and with my background in graphic design, working at advertising agencies, if you're paying attention, you realize that all the corporate companies, medium-sized businesses, and so forth, are planning their Christmas promotion way in advance. They start in August. Ideally, August is like that time of the year where you really sit and reflect as to what worked this year, um, all of the plans that you hoped to execute, were they executed, um, what's working, what's not working, what needs to be tweaked, because August is just like that time where you have a second chance 
at hitting it out of the park before the year comes to a close. And there's nothing more forgiving than the last quarter of the year because of the fact that it's Christmas. It's not just Christmas, but they're all the holiday seasons, starting with Thanksgiving that leads straight up to Christmas time. All right? So I'm going to help you a bit. I do this every single year in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Normally, it might be in my Facebook group or Facebook Live. But now that I have the podcast, it's my first time doing this on a podcast, which is really prompting you to think and map out the rest of your year. What is your plan? What is your strategy? Without fail, there's always that new me syndrome right? We always say, oh yes, next year I'm going to kill it. I'm going to slay my goals. And then something happens by mid-January, by February. And as the months roll on, we haven't taken action on these scary goals that we put there for ourselves. So if you're one of those people and you are reflecting on like, "Uh, I didn't do that thing, what's stopping you right now from doing that thing? All right, this is your wake up call to really take action. Take action on doing the things that is going to pro- propel you further in the direction that you want to go in. It's not about achieving all of these big goals, but at least taking one foot and making that one step forward. One step is still better than no steps. All right, so before I go too far off on a tangent, the point that I'm trying to make is let go and release the excuses. All right, I'm going to say that again. Let go and release the excuses because you don't want September, um, not September, but December to come and then you're saying the same thing you said last year. And what you said last year is, well, next year. What's going to be different next year? The only time that we have is now. So I have, I'm going to share with you what your 90-day plan should look like in a nutshell and just share with you a rough skeleton. Um, It's going to vary for each business, but essentially this is what it looks like. In August, you plan. You plan what you are going to be selling. What is your focus? What is your offer? What is it that you are going to be promoting? You will always hear, maybe not just from me, but in general, but that you start with the end in mind. Start with the end in mind and work your way backward. What would you like to achieve come the 24th of December or whenever you close off your business in the Christmas season What would you have liked to achieve? Look at that and then be like, okay, what do I need to do in order to achieve that goal? Whether that goal is a certain income goal or positioning your business in a certain manner. Most times it's a certain income goal. You want to be able to sell a certain amount. So you start with that in mind and how much Do I need to invest into my business, whether it's Facebook ads or attending pop-up shops? How many pop-up shops do I need to attend? Um, Do I need a sales page? Do I need business cards? Do I need a new cover photo to reflect this holiday season and the thing that I'm promoting? Map it out month by month and take it one month at a time. 
So this is why August is such an important time of the year because it starts from September. Look around and observe companies in the past years and observe companies right now. What are they talking about? What are they promoting? You're going to see little by little sales are happening, little pre-sales here and there. Um, I know banks, they do a lot of loan sales. Why? They know that people like to spend money. They want that Christmas loan to be able to buy this, that, and the other. Anticipate your customers' needs. Survey your customers. These are the things that you should be doing in August. Now, I'm a little bit late with this, right? So if you follow me on Instagram, you would have known that I was traveling for the past two months and get any space and time to really sit down and record podcast episodes just really wasn't happening. So here it is better late than never to, uh, to give you that nudge. And it really is better late than never because it's September and whilst August is the month to be really strat reflecting and then strategizing, it's still not too late. It's never too late to get started, but it's not an excuse to delay. So if you're listening to this, I want you to spend some time, spend some time if you can't do it during the week, spend some time this weekend mapping out what you're going to do for October. Figure out what you're going to be doing for November if you're listening to this in October. Just start. Set aside two hours. All right? So normally in August, like I'm saying, right? You want to plan September, October, November. By Christmas, you more or less, when I say Christmas, I meant December. By December, you're more or less in full drive or some people close off at the beginning of, of December. By Christmas, you're more or less repeating, rinsing and repeating whatever you have planned for November. All right, but you're still going to plan Christmas if you are doing any special events. You're going to put that into consideration, all right? So keeping in mind this timeline, you're usually doing this in August and these things happen in September. Now you can simultaneously plan in September and start executing, all right? So the first part is you can start rolling out a strategy during the month of September at any date since Christmas is the 25th. So you probably want to start no later than September 24th. So you see, you still have time if you're listening to this before September 24th. But feel free to move things around to suit your own deadline. So your first set of homework is marketing and promotion. How much do you want to make by December and each month leading up to December? All right, don't be too hard on yourself because you're now doing this. So you're really setting yourself up for October, November, and ultimately, you know, the full-on thick of the Christmas season when a lot of people make their, the most, their most sales. Two, what service offerings will help you reach that goal? How much do they cost and how many will you need to sell to reach your goal? Listen, sales is, is really, as they say, a numbers game. It's essentially math. Now, it's probably not the best analogy since so many people hate math, but it's it's fun to play with numbers, all right? It really shows you how doable something is, which takes me to point number three. Is this goal doable? Notice I didn't say realistic because realistic has certain connotations, but is it doable? Doable sounds a lot more, you know, 
possible, doable. Four, tweak and refine till it seems doable. So if it doesn't seem doable, keep tweaking and moving around the numbers to suit. So if you find that that's a huge number that you need to achieve in terms of your number of sales, then that means maybe you need to increase your pricing. And if there's no room to increase your pricing, that means you really need to up the ante in terms of your marketing strategy, your marketing budget, um, and stuff like that, right? So just keep tweaking to see what is doable. And if that's doable, you move on to the next step. Once you know what you are focused on selling, you can focus on creating a plan. So September, most times, is like the soft launch, right? So as I mentioned before, you want to start by September 24th, right? This is just my thing that I've made up and I've observed from my own experience. And if you look around, like I said, you see the bank loans start coming out in late September. So it makes sense that you want to start getting into a soft launch slash content creation slash educating your audience frame of mind. All right, so I'm going to explain what I mean. So I have September labeled as your soft launch or and or your education period, all right? I need to take a break to sip some coffee. So before I continue, if this episode is useful to you, please take a screenshot and share it on your social media and tag me. More specifically, Instagram stories. Please take a screenshot. When you share this podcast, it really does help the podcast grow and really helps to help others who are in need of this information. So if you think this is valuable, please pass it along. So continuing. Educate through advertising and content creation. So content creation is usually a form of advertising or self-promotion that requires little to no ad budget. Now it's becoming commonplace to spend money on ads so that your content creation gets more reach rather than having to depend on organic reach. And then advertising, what I've labeled advertising as, which is ads like Instagram story ad, Instagram feed ad, like traditional ads, ads in the papers, classifieds, whichever channel you decide to use, whether it's online channels, offline channels, and which offline channels you decide to use, that falls under your advertising, which is known as, you know, traditional advertising where you pay to get visibility. And then we have content creation. When I say content creation, I more mean the organic aspect of content creation, which is you create a video, you create blog posts, podcasts, social media posts, you email your list, things like that. That's content creation, okay? Where you just show up, you give value, and you educate. So you want to spend the first 30 days, ideally, just focus on nurturing your target audience. Nurture them by giving them value, answering their questions. Give them opportunities to talk with you and chat with you and answer any questions. And the more you engage your audience, 
and you know what's on their mind, it also provides good market research to tweak your Christmas offers. All right, so that's the added benefit. So you want to spend those first 30 days, whether that first 30 days is in September or it starts in October, you want to spend a third of your time nurturing your audience, getting them to know, like, and trust you and understand the problem that you solve. Because oftentimes you don't realize you have a problem before you buy something. So you know like when you look at those infomercials and then you realize, oh wow, you know that's true. Yeah, I could really do it something like that because then I'll no longer have to do X, Y, and Z. And then you have discovered, hey, I actually do have a problem. If you don't recognize that you have a problem, then you obviously don't know that you need it to be solved. And then your product or service basically has no purpose for some people, only the people who are aware that they have a problem, right? So the next month, what you want to spend your time doing is to continue educating, right? For the entire duration of your marketing, you must always be educating. It's just that in the beginning, you're just focusing on educating because you don't want to come straight out the gate selling, 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 selling right? That's when selling becomes sleazy and pushy and all of the yucky things that we associate with selling. So now the second phase, which I have labeled as October, is educate, show the transformation, and then coming down to the end of the second phase, you ease into selling. You show people this is the solution. This is what I have for you. So for example, off the top of my head, what came to mind is, okay, during Christmas time, people want to have a makeup artist, right? Well, no, rewind. You want to look pretty. You want to look good. People are going out to social events. And these social events are so important that you want to look your best. Not just your ordinary best, but your best, right? Stay with me now. This is just an example. You can apply this to your business. Think about what you offer. And think about the problem that you solve. Now, you might think, well, looking pretty is not a problem. Well, it is a problem because you want to look pretty, but you can't do it yourself. I don't know how. I can't do my makeup myself. I can't slay my face myself. I can't beat my face. I can do my makeup for work, but to slay it, that's a totally other, totally other story, right? So your problem is, I need someone to do my face and make me look good, make me feel look beautiful, that makes me feel confident. So what you can do as a makeup artist, insert your industry here, is spend the month talking about what to look for in hiring a makeup artist. Insert your industry here in uh, what not to look for. Common misconceptions about X, why you probably shouldn't do DIY Z. Um, all of the different things that you can think of content around your industry to help people make a decision or to help people discover that, you know, some people might actually think they can't do it themselves. So this is where not realizing you have a problem comes in, is you show people that there's a huge difference in hiring a makeup artist versus doing it yourself. 
or an event planner. People are planning events. You might think you can do it yourself, but then you share some horror stories. You share how it's not as easy to execute X. Or do you really want to have the stress of doing event planning when you should be more focused on entertaining your guests? So these are the things where you are showing people the possible problems that they can encounter, right? And how you can be their solution. That's what it's all about, right? So you want to educate, educate, educate. Think about the common misconceptions in your industry and start prepping from now, right? I know a lot of people are afraid of content creation because they don't know what to post. You can Google misconceptions in your business. Like Google is your best friend. And just try your best to be resourceful. Don't just stop at, well, I don't know what to post. There are tons of solutions out there that can help with that. But for the sake of time with this podcast recording, I'm just going to say just push past that thought. Think of how you can figure out what to, to post. Google it. Google your industry. Google common misconceptions about event planning, common misconceptions about makeup artists, anything that can provide value and educate and bring people closer to you as the solution or get them engaged in what you're talking about, the better. But for me to dive deeper into that, I'll have to do another episode. So moving along. So... You're continuing education into the second phase. But what you also want to do as part of your content creation is show the transformation. So this is where you really roll people in. People want to see results. So they want to see the before, they want to see the after. That's pretty straightforward with makeup. So show them befores and afters. Get testimonials of how confident somebody might have felt. Show for people who are event planners. Show somebody who has had a successful event pulled off and that they couldn't have done it. Or how much money they saved by hiring an event planner. Because people don't realize that they can save money by actually spending money, you know. Because the pros help you avoid certain pitfalls, right. So show the transformation and then ease into selling. Now, I want to rephrase that. Right? But that's essentially what it is. Selling is essentially sharing the solution and what you have to offer. Even if that is pandering to people's desires. It doesn't necessarily have to always be a solution solution. But sometimes people like what they like. And it may not be something that's a necessity. But people buy it because it brings them joy. And it's what they enjoy doing. Right? So... Let's rephrase the word selling, but that's what it is. So this is where you introduce your offer. So you go from educate to transformation, and you end up with introducing what you have for them, whether it's a toy, some kind of perfume, whatever it is that you sell or whatever service it is, it could be jewelry. You introduce now how they can achieve, let's say they want to look good, right? We're moving away from the makeup artists, but they need jewelry, they need accessories. You show the transformation, show them how this jewelry can be paired with this or what event this will be good for. And then you show them 
okay, I have these available for sale and this is the price. And then you give them your offer. Your offer could be a sale price, a discount, a coupon code, whatever your promotion is to drive sales. All right. So that's one thing. But how do you prepare for these things? You're going to need marketing material. And too often, especially small business owners and solopreneurs and entrepreneurs, we wait till the last minute and suddenly remember, oh, wait, I'm doing a pop-up shop. I need business cards, flyers, posters. Oh, you know, I should do some gift certificates. This is why August and September is the month for that. You plan ahead. If you anticipate that you're going to be doing events such as pop-up shops and other similar things or any other marketing um, exercise that is offline, you're going to need some physical material. If you don't need physical material and you're doing it all digitally, make sure that everything is properly set up and you have everything that you need visually, that your email list is set up and all these different things. Now is the time to put everything into place that you need. Hey guys, we're taking a quick break in this episode. If you are getting any ounce of value, if any of this has resonated with you or prompted you to take action on any of the steps in this episode, please screenshot this episode now. I'm waiting. All right, you did it. You made a screenshot. All right, so head on over to Instagram, post it to stories and tag me. And bonus points, share what was your biggest takeaway thus far from this episode. All right, let's get back into it. So you don't want to be doing anything last minute when it comes to gathering your promotional material. All right, so often we take for granted the fact that people will do rush jobs and not charge you for it or because it's the creative field. So we always tend to not have enforce boundaries that hey this this poses undue stress to me as a designer as a web designer as a print tree it poses undue stress and you know you really want to have the best quality work and how how quality like you put your work at risk of mistakes and having to do reprints when you put people under undue pressure and you put yourself under undue pressure so it's September, even though it's not August, it's still relatively early. Like go get those business cards designed, go get them printed. If you already have these um, cards designed, but you need new prints, go get those flyers done or printed. You might think, oh, it's too early. What if I need to make a change? That's okay. Do a small batch so that closer to the time, all you have to do is have your designer make minor edits and print another batch. There's always a way to plan ahead. All right. It's customary to have changes as a business owner. Corporate companies have to make changes all the time, but that doesn't mean they wait till the last minute to start working on their campaign. And the best thing about the digital world and the non printed space is that you can make changes with ease. So if you are advertising on Facebook or Instagram, start recording your content and have it ready. So you don't have to think about it when you're in the thick of the holiday season. 
Now is a good time to start creating your cover photos. Even if you're not hiring a designer, you can get Instagram templates. You can get um, start designing your stuff on Canva. Like It's always easier to, even if you don't finish it, if you start, it's easier to finish it when the time comes. If you've already started rather than procrastinating and you're working from a blank canvas. So get started on the things that you need. Write out a rough draft on a sheet of paper of what you want to communicate to your audience. Map out what, what you can bundle together. What can you package together to give your audience added value and something added for the Christmas season. Christmas, not just Christmas, but holiday season. That's the term I should be using. The holiday season in general is not just a time to discount and give sales, but it's a great time to throw in bonuses, throw in added value. Think of things that you can do and package together that would give your audience something I want to say something of value, but let's us we're already assuming that you do give value. So what I should be saying is added value. You want your audience to feel as though, ah, yes, it's the end of the year and, you know, you're getting something extra. What are some ways that you can reward your loyal customers? You can give them um coupon codes that they can give to their friends that will bring new business to you. Now is the best time to do those gift certificates. Gift certificates are something that we overlook until Christmas or the holiday season is here. And then we're like, oh no, you know, this is a great idea. People are buying gifts. People are giving gifts. You can be selling gift certificates. You can be giving away gift certificates, run a contest, reward your loyal customers and say, here, you get a special gift certificate for $50. Now, you don't really want people walking away with something for 100% free. Like you can do that if business is going so well and you can afford to give back in, in such a great way. But if you know that your service, let's say, for example, is a no less than $100, right? You don't have to give a gift certificate for $100. You can give them for $50 so that you still get some income coming in rather than somebody coming in, taking a service, and you don't feel as though you got it added income that day or that week because everybody was just redeeming <laughs> um, gift certificates at 100%. So these are some ideas that you can set your business up for success and give your business that added boost that most businesses usually experience. And if you usually experience it already and it's not something that you struggle with, Imagine if you plan and prepare and have a strategy in place and a strategy in mind to even take that up 10% or 50%, like just ramp up the sales and the success of your business because we all want to end the year with a bang. We all do. All right, so... We have come to the end of another 
episode of Tea Time, the podcast. Again, if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend and I will talk to you again soon. Have a great one. Hey, did you enjoy today's podcast? Then do me a huge favor and spread the word about this podcast. All right, just screenshot, upload to your Instagram stories and tag me so that I know that you did it because your support matters. We need to spread the word about the podcast because if you enjoyed this podcast or it helped you in any way, we need to help others and I would love to get the word out and have it help someone else too. When you share this podcast, it allows the podcast to grow and it allows me to continue creating more content just like this for you. So screenshot, share to your stories and tag me. It will mean so much to me.